Hey, this is the Mark Butler Show, episode 51. And last week I talked to you about how I had made some mistakes with a client and that those mistakes were all my fault. And the real driver of those mistakes was not so much carelessness or inattention, although those things were a factor, but the bigger driver of those mistakes was the fact that I had broken a specific set of guidelines and rules that I give myself when it comes to interacting with my clients. And I hadn't communicated those to her clearly. I hadn't held myself to those. And those are rules that I'd created to make sure that I always give great service. And I'd broken those rules and that drove the mistakes. Well, this week I want to revisit that topic, but maybe, maybe it sounds like a little bit of a 180 because I was thinking more about that client and I was thinking about how she's really been a great client. She didn't do anything wrong. Not only that, she was totally understanding and wanted to collaborate and fix the issue that we had that was really my fault which I appreciated about her. And I was thinking, what if the rules that I have in place are, are keeping me from being able to work with a, a client like her who's a great client? What if some of my basic assumptions about how I approach my service are flawed and they're going to prevent me from giving great service to a client like that? And if uh, they're preventing me from giving her great service, they're really preventing me from having that client at all. So I thought, Either I should stick to those rules 100% and only work with clients who can uh, abide by those rules, those boundaries, or maybe I need to look for better rules, rules that still serve me and my priorities and keep me in a business that I like, but more importantly, rules that let me deliver great service to a broader range of clients. And just as a, a refresher, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, she uses a couple of different types of accounts in her business that make it more difficult for me to do my job well as her CFO. So I was telling her, I really would prefer if you could switch those account types. And she was game, you know, she said, I'll think about it. Let me figure out how I might approach those parts of my business. Well, then I was looking at myself and saying, what could I have done or how could I change my rules so that those mistakes are less likely to happen? And it dawned on me this week that I could make one simple change to my service that is still very much it's experimental for me, but it could be the solution. And that solution is to just update my clients' finances much more often. I'm in the habit of updating my clients' finances somewhere between once a week and once a month, with one or two exceptions. The idea is I meet with my clients for about 60 minutes each month and we strategize, we go over their cash flow, we look at their budget and what they have coming up in the next quarter, etc. So there's really no need for me to be updating the finances very often if we're only talking once per month. But in the case of this client and her tricky accounts that she uses, her payment processes that are a little more difficult to deal with, if I were to update her finances much more often, then the possibility for mistakes would go way, way down. Bookkeeping is one of these funny things. If you've heard, if you've listened to my series called Bookkeeping 101, I encourage everyone in that series to update their finances often, to do their bookkeeping often, because unlike many other tasks in our lives and in our businesses, batching your bookkeeping often makes it much harder. And the reason is the more or the less frequently you update your finances, the more transactions you will be dealing with. The more transactions you're dealing with, the more likely mistakes are to slip through the cracks to, to make their way into your bookkeeping. Whereas if I update my finances every day, I might only be looking at one, two, maybe three transactions per day. Now, even my highest volume clients, they probably have a couple of hundred transactions per day, but the same principle applies. The smaller the time frame I'm working with, 
the less likely I am to be overwhelmed by the volume of transactions and have a mistake happen as a result. So just as an experiment this week, I updated as many of my clients' finances as I could every day. I didn't do all of them every day, but I would kind of do half or three quarters of my clients every day, which means that all of my clients got got uh, their finances updated two or three times this week, or three or four times this week, depending on the client. And what I found was not only did it not take me a bunch of time, which has always been my anxiety about daily updates or almost daily updates, not only did it not take me a lot of time, but my stress level was way lower. The individual bookkeeping sessions were much easier because in almost every case I was dealing with just a handful of transactions. As I was working on this one particular client's case, the one whose stuff I'd messed up a few weeks ago, a prime opportunity for a mistake came up with one of these messy payment processors and I caught it easily because it was one of like three transactions that I was dealing with that day. So I was able to slow down, look at it, say, okay, here's how I've got to deal with this. I accounted for it correctly in the finances. She messaged me after the fact and she said, hey, we're trying to communicate more. I just want to let you know this certain thing happened. Just be on the lookout for it. And then I was able to reply and say, don't worry about it. I already caught it. I've logged it and the finances were all set. That felt great. That's better service. So this is a case where my rules have always served me, or I should say my rules served me until they didn't. And then I had to look at my rules. Now, I don't know exactly how or whether I can sustain daily updates to all my clients' finances or almost daily updates to all my, my clients' finances. But I think it's probably going to be a great experiment because even if I feel like I can't give it that time every day, I do have a couple of team members now who help me with my client uh, updates. And the likelihood of them making mistakes goes way, way down if they're doing the same thing, if they're looking at it daily, and if I'm reviewing their work often. Now, you're probably not a bookkeeper, so you probably don't care about this, but look at how this might apply to your business. Look at how it might be true that some long-held assumption, some sacred cow in your business that you thought was serving you and serving your clients, ask yourself whether you could improve on it. Ask yourself whether you could do an experiment on that particular approach to your process that would leave you better off and let you give better service to your clients. I think there are probably opportunities for that in your business because it took me about 10 minutes of, of real introspection to say, oh, this, this is an experiment worth trying. And then two or three days later, I was saying, oh, this experiment seems to be a big win. This might need to be a long-term change in my, in my workflow. So yes, I think we all have to have rules and guidelines that we use to protect the quality of service we give our clients and our quality of life as service providers. And we have to be willing to adjust and adapt in the face of new and better information. I think those things go, go great together. Have a great week. Hope you're enjoying your week and feeling challenged and inspired by the work that you're doing. And I will talk to you next weekend.